Welcome to the program. This evening, an analysis of the David Petraeus resignation. We begin with David Ignatius, Martha Radich, John Miller, and Nora O'Donnell. I was surprised that he would allow this, I guess, failure of discipline. He really does guard his reputation so well. He watches the people who are around him. But he granted Paula Broadwell this unprecedented access. Look, all of us have had access to General Petraeus over the years when he wants us around, when he wants to tell us something. But this was different. He really allowed her to go everywhere with him. He talked to her all the time. I've talked to many aides. They were concerned about it in Afghanistan. They were concerned about how it looked, about the optics of having this young woman around him all the time. They described her as gushy. They described her as inappropriate because she was talking about his thoughts. I mean, you've seen her on, on several programs over the, over the last week uh, and things she was saying about him. That made them uncomfortable. Well, uh, like Martha, I've known him for about a decade uh, and covered him in these war zones. I did find him a, a disciplined man, uh, a man with an incredible force of will. Uh, as much as we talk about his counterinsurgency doctrine, when I think about what happened in Iraq, it was really David Petraeus's willpower, his domination of that battle space and the way in which he changed people's expectations of what was possible that was striking. So to see a, a man of that intensity um, get involved with another very intense person, Paula Broadwell, um, while I'm surprised by the lack of discipline, you can see those two as kind of a, a match for each other, at least momentarily. But first, an excerpt from our conversation with the woman in question, Paula Broadwell, when she appeared on this program to promote her book. What was it uh, that you intended to do in the dissertation that resulted in the book? What were you looking for? Charlie, I wanted to use Petraeus as a case study in examining how a maverick or somebody within an institution can uh, galvanize institutional change. So by that, I wanted to see what was his specific role in helping to change and update our doctrine, the counterinsurgency doctrine. Mm -hmm. How had he shaped organization of our, of our fighting forces, um, the training and equipping of those forces and so forth. So I had proposed to him that he would be one of several case studies and he agreed. What, how is he different? I think he's willing to take an idea from anyone with a, with a big idea, whether it's a private or somebody in a think tank or someone from the private sector or press. He's, um, he's a voracious consumer of information and intelligence. And he uses this technique called directed telescoping, which is an ancient technique. Many military commanders use it. But basically, as we discussed earlier, using email, for example, to reach out to troopers in the field, he would go on battlefield circulations to meet with young lieutenants and captains and...